Hey, welcome to season two of the Protectors. Great guest today, Adam Rund from Higher Ground USA. Excellent organization. I've heard a lot about them from previous guests, and we're going to get into it. One thing I love doing is having nonprofits on this show. Whatever we could do to support them, word of mouth, whatever, let's start the ripple effect and support these nonprofits. Adam, how's it going? Hey, not bad. How about yourself, Jason? I'm doing really good, man. We were just talking about how we don't really like to look at the camera too much. And uh, <laughs> I, that's what I'm doing. Like when I do the intro, I stare at the camera. I'm like, hey, this is Dr. Jason Piccolo. And then I actually could focus right on you on here. It's the little things in life. Yeah, I get that. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, man. And, you know, before we get going with the interview, let's give the audience a quick overview about who you are and where you came from. I'm going to say right off the bat that you are a U.S. Marine veteran, and that is because there is a huge Marine flag behind you. Say, how'd you guess? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was 18, went in the Marines, um, did four years as uh, 0351, did a combat pump to Afghanistan in 2009, 2010, um, did the 22nd Mew over next to Libya for the Gaddafi conflict. Got out, moved to California, got my undergrad, my master's at USC in business and entrepreneurship. Um, and uh, while I was there, I actually went through the higher ground program as a participant. That's how I knew about them. And after graduating, I kind of wanted to do something with veterans, giving back to my veteran community. And I found out that that same organization, Higher Ground, was uh, looking for someone to join their LA team. So that's what I did. And I was, you know, doing my research with this, I found out that you do have different chapters. At first I was like, what is HGLA? And I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the acronym is. And I'm thinking it's Louisiana. <laughs> and I'm like, duh, it's Los Angeles. So let's talk about that, brother. Let's talk about what is higher ground and what's the difference between the chapters. I mean, is one specific to obviously like water and skiing, et cetera. You know, some of them, the activities can be like, I think LA is the only one that does ocean sports because our New York chapter is in Buffalo. Not sure why we don't call it like <laughs> buff, like HG Buffalo or whatever. And we do do HGLA, but the story behind is the actual organization started in Sun Valley in 99. Um, and just as an adaptive sports um, uh, organization, you know, serving people of all abilities. And uh, in 2005, um, we started doing veteran programs and we saw the efficacy of our program specifically with veterans and their families or supporters um, suffering from psychological and physical trauma, PTSD, MST, um, slip discs, things like that. And so we saw how well it was working. And so we kind of put together a task force and wanted to expand that out a little bit. And so I believe it was in 2000. 16 and 17, they started the HGNY, which is our New York chapter, and HGLA, which is our LA chapter, um, both for veteran-only uh, programs, um, because that was, was our initiative at the time. So all three locations, Sun Valley, New York, and LA, all do veteran programs. And I think combined this coming year, we're going to do about 24 week-long programs um, and a bunch of virtual, thanks to COVID, and, uh, and day programs. So there's a lot going on. It's really fun. Hence, where it's great to bring in someone who has a sense of business acumen, uh, whether that's, you know, in the military is great for learning how business actually operates because it's a lot of planning, a lot of mission oriented stuff. But the actual getting down to the fiscal responsibility and all the other big stuff that goes into a business, it's great having someone like yourself who has gone to, you know, a regular bachelor's and then on to an MBA. And I think that's a great you know, leeway into how you got this position. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. 
Yeah, I, I think being a past participant, um, being a veteran that's been on their 2018 Ocean Sports Camp, and really understanding the true, true value of the program um, and how it can really help, not just during the program, but afterwards. And I'll get into that as well. But that mixed with my education um, and experience in working with even startups. I mean, the H HG organization, we've been around since 99. We have 24 full-time employees. It's not a startup. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the LA location and New York location, we each only have two members. So it kind of, we have to act lean. We have to act like a startup. And I think they kind of saw that potential in me. Um, and that's what kind of helped me get on the team. Yeah. And when it comes to planning events, it's not an easy task. You really do need to have like programmatic experience and know how process it works, man. I love it. Mm -hmm. And that's the big thing about nonprofits is a lot of people want to just, hey, you know what? I like this cause. I'm going to start a nonprofit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But there's a lot that goes behind it. And there's a lot of everything you can imagine behind the scenes from, you know, tracking every dollar and cent um, boards to, you know, putting on an event is not an easy task. And you know that having such a small footprint in LA and anything in LA, it takes a lot of planning, whether that's going down to the corner store or you know, anything, man. Can you walk me through a typical event? That's one thing I'm interested in. Like when you first said, Hey, you know what? I'm a veteran. I'm gonna go check out higher ground. What was that like? What's the whole process like for the veteran community to jump into one of these? Absolutely. Um I was actually doing some volunteer work for another organization, uh, CVJP, Community Veterans Justice Program or Project, and they they use legal um, uh, California statutes to help veterans um, if they're in legal issues. And so I was doing that and received an email from the the founder, and you know she asked to share this program, Higher Ground, with as many veterans as I knew. And I, you know, I'm going to do my due diligence, so I read up on it, and I was like, hey, actually, that seems something that I could really enjoy. So I applied. Um, it was an easy online application. Just went to that uh, website and uh, applied. And once their, uh, about a month later, once their ocean sports camp was coming up, I got an email from them saying, hey, would you be interested? And I was like, perfect. That's right in the middle of finals week for my master's. I'd love to do it right then. So um, my, luckily, my professors were really um, understanding about that and allowed me to work my finals um, elsewhere, but ended up going on the program. Um, it was basically like, hey, you know, here's your packing list. Um, here's kind of an idea of what we're doing, but we're purposely on. We don't want to tell you everything up front. We don't want you to get nervous. We don't want you to whatever. And it was just, I just remember the entire process being extremely like seamless, easygoing, comfortable. They made it very, very, very comfortable. And I know that's hard for to do for veterans. And so I really admired that. So I got my stuff. Um, I was also able to bring my dog, who's now a fully trained service dog. Um, and we'll talk about that as well. But And not only does Higher Ground do the, the veterans, but they also do the supporters. So a lot of the people who come on programs are able to bring whoever they say is their lifelong, lifelong supporter. So for me, that was my best friend. He's been there since I was five years old. You know, I called him on the, the satellite phone when I was in Afghanistan, on, standing on top of the Connex box, trying to get reception, trying not to get shot. He was always that guy. So I was actually able to bring him. Um, and this is all completely free of cost. This didn't cost me a penny. They, they actually sent me a check in the mail for the mileage that I had to drive. And I didn't have to say anything about that. So it was really fun. Um, got down there. They got us to the location. I believe it was in Crystal Cove uh, in Laguna Beach. And uh, everything was already set up and uh, we just kind of had an orientation that first night, camped out, got a good night's sleep. And then for the next five days, it's basically some mix of morning movement, 
um, whether that be yoga, stretching on the beach, whatever it is. We get the morning movement. Then we go into breakfast. We go into the day's activity. So we had three main activities. Um, you know, we had surfing, paddleboarding, and kayaking. Um, so those are the big activities we did. And uh, once we were done with that, you know, we'd have lunch in the middle of the day, come back. And where I like to say the magic happens is in these um, processing groups. So us veterans, uh, we all, and our supporters, we all got around the round table basically. And there's a lot of therapeutic, there's a lot of recreation. There's a lot of therapy involved in these two. Um, and luckily it's uh, kind of at around pace. So if you don't feel like sharing, you're not, you're not going to get forced to share, but we have themes of the day. You know, we have live your passions. We have building bonds is the first day. We have a lot of themes. And what we do in these processing groups is we say, okay, we went out on the water. We went out on the water and how does this really integrate? How would you feel? And we start talking about things and it's about an hour long processing group. And then we all, all have a shared dinner together. Um, and I felt like that's really where the magic happened. And I felt like a lot of us as veterans um, got, and even the supporters got a lot out of that and we're able to really understand each other. Um, and then Saturday morning comes, we all wake up bright and early, help clean up a bit and uh, get our transportation out of there. Um, and that was really fun. And that was really important. There was a lot that I got out of that. There's a lot that a lot of people got out of that. But I think the most important thing for me as a participant, and this is something that we do in all our higher ground week long programs is the continuum of care. So I did get resources to get my service dog trained. I did get resources to learn transcendental meditation, which really helped me. But I also got a call the next day, 24 hours after we had left that camp saying, Hey man, how's everything going? Did you get home? Okay, cool. Awesome. I appreciate that. A week later, I got another call. Hey, how's it going? You know, do you need anything? Is it, how are you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I got nine more touch points after that for, for up to the next three years. And for me, that was really, really important to be able to have that three-year follow-up, that continuum of care. It kept me on my toes. It kept me, kept me accountable for the goals that I had set while I was there. Um, and that's what we do with our programs. That's what we do with all of the veteran programs. And I think that's the value we are able to provide our veterans and the supporters. Yeah. You know, the big thing is taking that initial step, getting, you know, you and I both know as, as veterans, sometimes you just don't want to be around a lot of people. Sometimes it's even, I could be like the, you know, the most who are, or the most badass person, but just being, a, sometimes taking that first step and getting through that, that hesitation and then bam, you're right there with your brothers and sisters and you're good to go. But having that continuity of care is a must. You know, I hate talking to about nonprofits. I've never had one on here that just does the, Hey, here's a t-shirt. Good luck. Uh, we just raised $50 million, but by the way, we, you know, we only give 200,000 to our, to our, the people we're supposed to be supporting. Everybody has these same types of stories. Every legitimate hardworking nonprofit does. And it's this ripple effect that, you know, we're getting out there. You know, if you go on there, look what you've done so far. You're now part of the corporation, part of the nonprofit, and you're helping other veterans. And that's really what we want to do is we want to get our community to become just one big, massive tribe that's always there for each other. Yeah, agreed. And I think that uh, our program, and I'm not the only example for that in the higher ground. We just had a snow sports program where this uh, individual, this man, Andre came on and uh, it was a snow sports program up in Big Bear. Got a lot of value out of that. But one thing that we teach is not just 
How do we how do we work with each other there? But how do we reintegrate in our communities and not just reintegrate? How do we build up those communities? And so mm-hmm. he actually went on and he started Warriors Road. So it's an equine program for veterans here in Los Angeles. Awesome. And it's it's just things like that where you know, you go to the program, you learn what you're worth, you learn what you are capable of, and you learn how valuable you are in your community and to these other veterans and organizations. And from there, you can start something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just wonderful. One thing I'd like to do is I like to have civilians that have no connection to the military <laughs> support a nonprofit like this and then track a veteran, track the groups as they go through it and see how it changes them and show that we're not all just broken and that even if we do have areas and that are quote unquote broken, that we're, we could be fixed. You know, not everything is, you know, detrimental. Granted, you lose a limb or something. That's, that's, you know, you can't do anything about that, but mentally we're not just broken pieces. And it's nice to have that ripple effect with the civilian community connecting to the, the veteran community and the veteran supporters. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, you know, we're, we're extremely grateful to have such a great network of supporters, whether that's donors, individual donors, organizations, shout out to the DAV CST. They just awarded us for, for our snow sports program on um, volunteers. You know, we have over 400 active volunteers for mm-hmm. our three chapters. That's insane. You know, I go to Sun Valley to shadow a program and everyone, if I wearing this hat, you know, higher ground hat, everyone's like, oh, I'll see you on Thursday. I'll be up there on the mountain <laughs> with you guys. Like what? Like where is the support? It's amazing. And uh, it's, it's, it's invaluable. And we really, really appreciate it. We're grateful for all that. I love the human interaction piece of it. Mm-hmm. I love that because, you know, you could give support and say, okay, we're going to do this for you. We're going to do that for you. But bringing people, bringing veterans into like a, a, a little community for a week or two or three days or whatever and building up that that human interaction again because you know some of us just like to sit on the couch and play video games and get away from people but it's good to be around real bona fide humans whether that's in person or virtual nowadays mm-hmm. yeah i totally agree um luckily our team is is amazing at adapting. So we have been able to do virtual workshops, virtual programs. Um, and now we're, we're actually going into COVID compliant day programs. So even though we're not able to do our week long programs because of those restrictions, we're able to go out and do an equine program like such with Andre at, with his uh, Warriors Road. Um, and it is very important. And that human element is, is in recreation is the core of what we do and how our program really provides that value to the veterans and civilians love to come in and uh, as, as supporters and as volunteers and be a part of that. And, and it helps everyone. It's kind of a win-win. What is the most, now this is a zinger. I usually don't do zingers, but what is the most difficult aspect of it for you? Mm. You know, other people fall into, you know, different categories. It could be fiscal, it could be whatever, but what is something difficult for you and something that we could do to help that? Um, I, I assume as, as an employee for the, for the organization rather than yeah. a participant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, to be honest with you, um, listen, the, the, there's organizations, um, a lot of our funding comes from not just donors, which we had to cancel a lot of our, our galas and our, our fundraising events, unfortunately, which is about 40% of our budget. So that's kind of already out the door for this fiscal year. Um, but also there are a lot of, uh, granting organizations that unfortunately had to cancel or postpone their funding due to COVID as well. Um, 
So what we've done is we're kind of transitioning over to individual um, donor requests because that's really the foundation of how we built up higher ground in the first place. Um, we have a great network of, of individual donors um, and we had a great network of, of foundational partners. Um, we're going to have to rely a little bit more heavily on individual donors this fiscal year. And, uh, you know, it's understandable. Um, and I think we can do it because we have such a great network of these individuals. You know, I'm glad you brought that up about the individuals out there supporting you. And I've had two guests on so far. I had Max Martini. Um, you've seen him in a unit, 13 hours, and a, a, a metric ton of other movies. And Mark Pattison. Both mm -hmm. Mark has his own podcast. Um, he's great guest. But they spoke so highly of Higher Ground. And I was like, hey, you know what? I really want to reach out to you guys and talk to you and see what the real deal is. And I'm, I'm very impressed um, and one thing I like doing is I like actually researching some of these organizations before I have them on the show. And you have incredible, like, you know, the skiing, the adaptive. But the thing that really got me in the beginning was like, I'm like, wow, it started off from the adaptive sports. And that's a very interesting topic. The, you know, and this is pre 9-11. So we didn't have as many wounded veterans and stuff and how you've actually recalibrated to take on this new mission can you go a little bit into the origins again just you know a quick why they started this nonprofit back in the day yeah, if you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know i know enough to, to to scrape off the top of my head um yeah i know in sun valley they had uh they were starting to see a need for adaptive sports you know they'd go to the mount the ski mountains they'd go on the biking trails um and it would it would not be as i um will say adaptive and diverse as as was necessary for the population um and so in 99 uh, the organization was founded to specifically address people of all abilities regardless of whether they were veteran or not um and it really took off it really took off and in 2005 which obviously is you know post 9 11 um, that's around the, those around the years where we started seeing like, oh, people are veterans are coming back and, and they're hurting, you know, they're wounded or, you know, we can provide, we can really provide some value here. And it was actually kind of, I believe on accident because we had veterans in the program that were just veterans of different abilities, right? Amputees, TBI, MST, whatever it is. And then more and more started coming. We're like, wow, okay, this is, <laughs> there's a real value here. And, uh, we should really focus on that when we're expanding this organization that's kind of how it went into the multiple chapters very cool very cool i like it um so many organizations and so many even like the va and everything the only positive that comes out of um the adaptive community is that because there's been so many wounded we're learning new ways to help them uh whether that's new um technology or whatever that's going to help them move and walk and 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 move around you've been a participant and now you go and you do shadows and you're you're looking at the different organizations what is one thing that really touched you what was one one or two however many positive stories something that you've witnessed and been like and you were like wow i never thought about that or wow that's just incredible um i i, I have one right on the top of my head because i i was actually just speaking with him this morning um uh, actually in my program. So I was a participant in the ocean sports two years ago. Um, we had uh, you know, our, our demographic of people we bring in is all race, sexual orientation, age. And this individual happened to be a little, a little older, um, Vietnam vet. And uh, he was really concerned coming in. He didn't really think he had a lot to provide, a lot of value to provide his unit. Cause when we go in, we're a unit at that point. Um, 
boy, was he wrong. And boy, was he glad that he came in. Uh, his name is Michael, Michael. And, uh, he was a Vietnam veteran who came in and, um, once he went through the program, he really realized how much value having that unit again can provide him. He was getting a little lost. He was kind of going as, as many of us do, we can kind of, uh, start spinning out of control a little bit. And I think after that program, we've kept in contact with him. I kept in contact with him because I was part of that unit. You know, I'm sure higher ground kept in contact with him as well. Um, one thing that we were doing is when we were out there surfing on the water, you know, I kept looking over and seeing Michael on the beach. He he's, wasn't too much of a fan of the surfing. He got out there, but didn't stay out there. Um, I kept seeing that he was what I thought was writing something down, but he was actually painting. So he was doing watercolor paintings. And at the end of that program, he had sent out to our office, a bunch of watercolor paintings that he had done of all of us. And it was so amazing to see what he could do and turn that in that creative element. And now he's taking online classes. He's using that as a therapy. And so to see the things that he learned and to constantly visualize the happy moments he had on that program, continuing throughout his life, it's that was to me with like, wow, like I knew I got value out of this, but, but wow. And I didn't think someone of, of, of his caliber would be able to really, leverage that so much and he did and so i that was my big wow moment yeah and i like you know i had to put you on a solo screen there for a second because i wanted everybody to see the look in your eyes and the look on your face when you talk about it it's it's why we do what we do it's why you do what you do it's not about some sort of hey look at me this is my my awesome position with this nonprofit. I'm, I'm so great it's look at what you're doing for other people it's our mission and so many veterans, I'd say 99% of us, um, want to give, want a continued mission when we get out. We want to feel like we're part of something bigger. And Higher Ground is obviously that for you. And it's going to be a great thing for a lot of people to support. I like it, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't agree more. Throw up a little banner here. Everybody, you can find it at, find them at highergroundusa.org. And one thing we really, really need distress and you brought it up yourself is that there's no more galas there's no more of these fundraising events right now and it is absolutely imperative that if you can give that you can give a little give a lot whatever reach out to your rich friends <laughs> reach out to people who have uh, deep pockets or just people that want to support but if you can't the other thing too is share like tell everybody about nonprofits like higher ground because that's the deal is like you don't need to be rich you don't need to give money it, you know if i i believe me if i could give a million dollars every nonprofit that came on i would but you could always just share their message and get it out there because a lot of this is pr a lot of it's public relations and just raising awareness and to change people's lives it's there's nothing better brother you know that mm-hmm yeah, it's a, the impact of a, of a like or share is more than, more than you, you can know. And if you're a veteran yourself, I strongly urge you to apply for one of these programs. We'll either fly into Sun Valley or if you're in the L.A. or New York area, we'll, we'll come into one of our programs. Higher ground, brother. I really appreciate you coming on, Adam. Any final words or anything you want to say? I'm good. Just keep fighting the good fight. And thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate it. You too, brother. I appreciate it. Boom. <laughs>